Em, can you believe we are in our third season of Interview Boss? Not really. It's crazy. But that means there are over 90 episodes we've made. (gasps) Oh my God. Scrolling through all of our episode titles, you might miss an episode that actually is exactly what you're looking for. Yes, we get so many messages of people asking us to do an episode on something and we're like, we already have. So we've put together playlists to help you find the episodes that are best suited to you. If you're applying for jobs, we have episodes about resumes, cover letters and job ads. If you've been offered your dream job, we have episodes on resigning, exit interviews and how to impress at your new company. Yes, and we even have a playlist for if you have an interview like tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes, just the ones you really need between now and then. Exactly. It is all there for you. You can browse by category. Check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast. You're not going to go down in salary. (laughs) They're not going to be like, oh, actually, now that you think about it, you are paid too much. Hey everyone and welcome back to Interview Boss. My name's Emma, I'm a third year journalism student who's teamed up with my sister to give you advice, inspiration and support when you're looking for a new job. Sarah is a HR and recruitment professional and together we're excited to give you guys all the tips, tricks and behind the scenes knowledge to help you in your career. Hey Em, this week we're talking about a really important topic when it comes to jobs. It's the reason we even go to work in the first place. It's money. It's salary. Money, money, Hourly rate. (laughs) Exactly. That's right. Specifically, we're going to be talking about getting a pay rise when you're in an existing role, negotiating your salary. So we have a nice little statistic to start us off here. Uh, Important to note, this was a US study, but um, worldwide data has sort of showed similarities between this. But 68% of men and 45% of women negotiated their salaries in 2018. And 70% of the 2,800 managers that were surveyed expect candidates to negotiate. Now, this is amazing for two reasons. Number one, points out that men generally are a little bit more likely to negotiate. And Mm. two, the interesting thing here is that 70% of the managers expect this. So I think a huge fear of people asking for a pay rise is like, what if they think I'm crazy? Like, why would you ask that? How dare you? Like, but that's really not the case. Generally, managers expect this, that at some point candidates are going to negotiate their salary. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that goes for when you're coming into a new job, which we'll talk about in another episode, Um, but also when you are in the same role. Um, it's it's not uncommon for these conversations to come up and it's not really a big surprise when someone says, hey, I want to review my salary. Um, it's something that happens pretty regularly. Absolutely. And you touched on it just before, but this is a huge topic. So we are going to make two episodes about this. Our other episode is going to be about salary expectations when you're starting a new role, how to you know, work out if you're going to leave your current job for a better salary, all of that. So that's your future jobs. This, this episode is going to focus on your current job and negotiating within your same company. So on that note, if you're in, in an existing role and you feel that you deserve a pay rise, how do you initiate that conversation? What should you take with you? Where do you even begin? Give me the lowdown. So I think the first part that you really need to, to look at is what's the context of your company? Um, there might be policies on salary. They might do an annual review. Um you might not be able to negotiate in the first six months or the first 12 months. There's all kinds of rules that I've seen 
um, in the past. And I think it's important that you figure that out because you might have an annual salary review and you need to get your timing right because if you ask you know, in the end of the year and actually salary review happens at the beginning mm, of the year, you might have to they're going to make the you wait. Year. And if you miss right. it, yeah, exactly. So you want to know when Be that happens. That. So, yeah, exactly. So I think um, look at your policies, look at, um, you know, speak to your team about it, your manager even. Um, you can ask them about kind of what the policies are. You could ask HR, but I think I'd do my digging, um, you know, in, in some other ways if you can. Um, and, I think that's really important for when you're going into these kind of situations because it shows that you've given some awareness to the way that they do things. And I've seen people be a little bit um, unaware and just say, oh, look, I'd like my salary negotiated and and it's the complete wrong time of year and and you're going, okay, well, we're doing that in three months anyway. That's going to be the most appropriate time for us to have that conversation Um, and you've got a much better chance if you're working in with what they already do anyway Um, because the team aren't going to have to ask for an exception they can just put you into the normal kind of process that they go through definitely be across all of that first step second step we have ask for a meeting with your boss and tell them what it's about I find it interesting that you've put tell them what it's about because I feel like (laughs) a lot of nervous people would be inclined to just be like, can I please speak to you and not say anything because they're dying inside and then bung it on them in there. But we do want to let you them don't... know, can I speak to you about my pay or about salary or... Yeah, about um, progression in my role, um, about progression in my career. Do you think I could speak to you about my career? You can make it a little bit more general. And I definitely would recommend that you do because there's a lot more than you can get out of these conversations than just money. Obviously, that's going to be your key goal going in um, for a salary negotiation. But there might be other things that you might be able to get out of it, other benefits, um, other training that you might be interested in that isn't necessarily money. So I would frame it up as a bigger conversation. But, yeah, you don't want to surprise your boss. You don't want them they all, walking in going. It might work in your favour. Like they, if they're aware, they may be like, all oh, right, start thinking about the things you've done. Just be in that exactly. mindset ready to expect that compared to just being like, exactly. oh, I'm so caught off guard. Let's revisit this. We love that. Yep, exactly. Next so up. book in a meeting. Great. So we've worked out the context. We've booked in a meeting. It's time to do some research. Tell me about this. What does doing research involve? Yeah, and I guess you could probably swap these around the wrong, the other way, right? You might want to do your research before you book the meeting. Um, but either way, um, these are definitely things to do. So you should have a look at Indeed in on Seek, Um on LinkedIn, there's also a lot of recruitment companies like Hayes and a few others that do like a salary survey that you can um, that you can use. Do some Googling to look up salaries in your area, um, in your field, and you're at your level. So seek, you're more looking at jobs that have got the salary listed in, um, in the bracket that you're looking at, whereas the others can kind of give you a bit of a salary report and let you know where you sit in the average. Um, it can also be quite tricky because that, that range of salaries is normally massive. Um, so that can span like, you know, $50,000 like, between the lowest and the highest. Exactly, yeah. But it can give you a really good indicator of, okay, are you already above or below average? Um, can you look at different job titles and how that would impact your salary as well? And if you've been in, pos- in a position where 
you know, you've been performing a, a job above kind of um, what your previous job title was, maybe you can go in and make the case that, um, you know, you get, you're given a different job title. Um, and then you can research a new job title and say, look, I think, you know, I'd come into that job title at the lower end of that higher level job and that would be around this much money. Um, so research can really, really help you um, in this whole process, back up what you're talking about. Right, and next we have prepare a one-pager on the value that you've added over the past year. You want projects that you've worked on, things you've taken on, results you've achieved, your salary research. This is a bit like our guess what, prove it, so what, but to our own employer. Guess what? Since I've been here, I led this team Mm -hmm. and I did this all on my own. Nobody asked me to do this. I've actually taken on way more responsibilities than my initial contract and this has resulted in... X, Y, Z for your company. Exactly. That Power is exactly move. right. Yep. You need the results there if you can. Um, the salary research that you've obviously gone through um, and also the, you know, anything that you've achieved or you've trained some people, um, you've gone above and beyond. I think it's important in these situations to think about if you're meeting the expectations of your job, just just meeting your employer's expectations they're going to see it like, okay, well, we're paying you what we're paying you and you're meeting the expectations. We're all good here. Does that make sense? Yeah. You kind of want to show, you know, I'm doing more, therefore I'm going to expect more in terms of salary and that's why I'm here to ask for it. So I think leading up to these conversations, you should be thinking about what are the things that I can do above and beyond the basics of my role um, in order for me to go in and, and then be able to ask for a salary increase. Um, I think if you're just ticking the things off that you have to do each day, um, you don't have as strong of a case to say why your salary should be increased. And another important thing to note here is prepare not to get an immediate answer. It probably gives you a lot of anxiety being like, oh my God, it's been two weeks that they haven't heard. They obviously don't want to give me a pay rise, but there's probably a lot going on behind the scenes. There's probably 700 managers Mm -hmm. it has to go through. They have to go to their manager, HR, like it's a whole thing. So if they're taking their time, it doesn't mean they don't think you're worthy. They're just taking their time. Yeah, exactly. And then I... And then I think, you know, the the action step from that is to follow up after about a week. Um, I'd leave it at least a full week, um, if not a little more, depending on your circumstances. And just ask what the process is, what what are likely to be the next steps, when might you find out. Um, I'd frame it more like that rather than saying, what's the answer? Um, So now some more generalized tips. We've got the sort of steps there, the process you're going to take, but... There's probably a lot of people thinking, okay, but what do I actually say when I'm in there? How do you ask for what specifically you want? Our general tip is give one number, not a range, and make it your happy dance number. I love that. Slightly higher than what you'd be happy to accept because they're never going to offer you above what you've asked for. So in this case, better to shoot high and then meet you in the middle somewhere, classic negotiation, than to give them the bare minimum of what you need to stay and them offer you less that's counterproductive yeah exactly exactly and now I want to say here um this doesn't really work like when you're negotiating to buy a car you know how you offer like a ridiculously low price and mm. then they offer like a tiny little discount and then you kind or of like bartering with there. people in overseas markets where you walk away yeah, and you're exactly. like, nope and then they're like okay come back it's not like that it, it's not quite like that so as much as you you 
I've very, very, very rarely seen a circumstance where anyone has been offered more than what they said they wanted. It's extremely rare. Um, If you've said that's what you wanted, that's what they're going to try and get you as a maximum. Um, So you want to make sure that that number is something you're actually going to be really excited about. But it shouldn't be ridiculous because I think that's when you get into a situation where your manager is going to be like, well, you're not really being reasonable because that's a $20,000 pay rise, right? Um, So you want to make sure that um, that number still makes sense. If there's a lot of people out there that maybe have never like asked for a pay rise, it's their first so they're new to it, like is there a percentage that you would say – in one go is too much? Like generally speaking, could you not ask for 40% more of a pay rise? Is is your first pay rise generally going to be like 10%, 20 Or is there no such kind of limit? Like let's give people a boundary if they have no idea. Good, good point. Um, the idea that you would get like a 20 30 40% pay rise in your current job, the chances are very slim. Right, um, that's good. This is this is not going to be what people. This is not going to be what people really want to hear, but it's the truth in every company that I've worked for. I mean, I've never. It's it's good that I know nothing about this because it's good to just keep it simple for people who might have no idea. Like, if I was to ask for a pay rise, yeah, how are you supposed to know what the parameters are? Like you've like we've just told everyone you have to pick a number, not a range. And if you're a bit clueless, how do you know like the parameters? Yeah. so some companies will have a policy where it says you can't get any more than, say, a 10% pay increase on what you were already being paid um, unless there are extenuating circumstances. Some don't have policies like that, but you will always, always struggle to get more than, yeah, 15%, 20%. Like those numbers, an employer is always going to have this conversation and I've heard so many of these. Oh, we just, you know... We want to save some for if we want to give them an increase later on or next year and make them keep performing. They don't want to give you all the money up front. Um, they want to keep something for next year. You know, they Sounds want to keep like something capitalist for... bullshit. <laughs> it's, it's kind of ridiculous. But this is my piece of advice for everyone listening out there. If your focus is to get a massive pay increase, you are more likely to be able to do that going to a different job. Right. And we'll talk about and that in our other episode, but... Yes, exactly. Yeah. To keep um, it simple. And so that's why, for you know, giving a little intro to our next episode, it's really important to make sure you're going in on a salary you're really happy with because you're going to be stuck anchored to that number and it's going to take you a while to get back up to, you know, what you really wanted. Touching on that, because we haven't covered that actually, how long before you're in a current role, we haven't prefaced how long this this hypothetical person's been in the current role do you apart Mm -hmm. from their policies that they might have if you've just generally been there and you you think you're doing a good job can is there no time limit you can ask for one whenever would you generally say like six months has to be at least six months anything less than that you're just just being a bit ridiculous you've signed a contract with a number on it and you've agreed to that salary yeah um anything sooner than that seems like well you know this was the offer. If you weren't yep. going to stay for that much money, then you shouldn't have accepted the job. Um, I would say probably more than twelve months, to be honest. But that could circumstances it's could a flexible change that. number. Um, for example, if something significantly changes, and you know you've you're now um, 
adding adding on responsibility or um, doing more stuff or someone in your team's left or something like that, that can be a good trigger for you to make that case inside the 12 months. Normally, though, I'd say more than 12 months. Awesome. And another little general tip here we have, don't give personal reasons like, oh, my rent's gone up or my kids, not relevant, (laughs) they don't want to know. It could be tempting because you're trying to convince them why you need more money, but keep it about the market, the value add, your your worthiness, like, you know, the things you've done, keep it professional. They don't need to know. And, And I think people do that because they're trying to justify why they need the increase and it kind of makes yeah. it easier to have that guess conversation what? like oh you know cost of you living. wanting it is enough justification and you believing you deserve it so whatever yeah and Own and it. the business at the end of the day is a business and they can't pay people more just because their kids are going to a school and doing activities that need more money on the weekends or they've yeah. got aging parents and absolutely you you work for you know a manager who's a human and they probably know some of that stuff anyway but that's not going to be how they're going to get it across the line with the finance team, with the COO, with whoever it is that has to sign this off, um, with the HR team, the payroll team. Um, they need business reasons as to why Definitely. Um, this increase needs to happen. So focus on those only. Also, a random thought just occurred, but I saw this quote the other day because I think a lot of people get such anxiety around this topic and think like, oh, what if they just think I'm ridiculous or they feel guilty or how could I ever do that? It was something along the lines of like, you're an employee who signed a contractual obligation, like you're entitled to leave, you're entitled, it's just, you're upholding a contract. And in that contract, you're entitled to be reviewed and asked for pay. Like it's just a thing you're upholding. Yeah. You know? And I, I think what I would remind people is the worst that can happen is that you don't get anything, Right. Yeah. You're not going to go down in salary. <laughs> They're not going to be like, oh, actually, now that you think yeah. about it, you are paid too much. <laughs> On that note, if um, you do de- get declined and you're really disheartened, you really wanted it, you really felt like you were worthy, what's the next step? Do you go again in six months? Do you ask for them to reconsider? Do you appeal? What do you do? Um, I think that's that's where you kind of do a pros and cons of like, what are you getting out of that job? Um this is something that I've done for myself a lot of times over my career so far. Um, looking at the job that you're in and going, okay, other than pay, what am I getting out of this job? And if you're getting experience that you're going to be able to convert into pay later down the track with another company or maybe later if you get you know promoted and stuff, um, then maybe that's worth it for you. But you also might be at a point in your career where the money's actually more important than the experience. You've got the experience already. And that's when you might need to start doing a bit of a pros and cons um, and thinking about, you know, looking at other opportunities out there. Um, You know, you can also apply for stuff and get a job offer and you don't have to take that job offer. You don't have to accept it. Um, But you can go through a process um, and work out whether another company might actually be a better fit. That wraps up this episode on how to negotiate salary in your existing role. I'm going to do another episode next week that's going to be all about when you're applying for a new job and how to negotiate that salary, set the expectations, weigh up what whether to take the job or not based on salary, all of that. But for today, um, I hope that helped. We've really covered the steps, what you need to do to get your ducks in a row, how to bring it up, how to get the number, what research to do. We hope you feel a little bit less nervous and feel empowered to ask for that pay rise because you deserve it. 
You deserve it. Absolutely. And if you get one, let us know. I would love to hear of someone that got a pay rise um, after listening to our advice. So good luck. Got to shoot your shot. (laughs) We're back in your ears next week. Thanks so much for listening to Interview Boss. If you want to hear more from us, make sure you hit subscribe. We're a new podcast, so if you liked this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could give us a review so we can help even more people. For more advice, inspiration, and a supportive community, join us in the Interview Boss Facebook group. We've been your job search besties and helped you in some way. There's a cool way you can support the show. Shout us a virtual coffee. We get a huge kick out of reading all of your success stories. Head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash interview boss and shout us a cuppa. If you keep us caffeinated, we can keep the content coming. <laughs>